When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. Hey there. Welcome to 7th Heaven, a lesbian recap. I'm Lindsay, and I'm joined by my co-host and real-life partner, Carling. We're diving into the 90s hit drama through today's lens. Get ready for our off-the-cuff commentary and peeling back the layers of the Camden family. We'll tackle everything from family rules, life lessons, and 90s fashion. Join us every week for a lighthearted queer perspective and a trip down memory lane. Whether you're a diehard fan or new to the show, this recap is for you. So find us anywhere you get your podcasts at 7th Heaven, a lesbian recap. So they called me on my 26th birthday and told me that the mask came back cancerous. Hey, Michelle. Hello, Carling. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Michelle. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. Today's your birthday. It is. And I know you love being sang to. It's not awkward at all. <laughs> well, that's why I did. We're recording on today your birthday, which is today. Today. <laughs> Lord. Oh, man. How do you feel? How does it feel to be the age that you are? Fine. No different. Yeah. Give it a few days. Still tired. Yeah. Well, that's great. You took me out last night. Yeah, I did. That was fun. Surprised you with a couple of friends. That was so sweet. Yeah. It was weird, though, going to a busy pub Mm -hmm. in a small redneck town. Yeah. Where nobody was wearing a mask. Where we literally walked in with masks and everybody looked at us like we were aliens. And we just stared at us. Yeah. And we were like, oh, no. Oh, in the wrong spot. Ah, uh, I don't know, guys. Yeah. So, anyways, it was fun, though. Well, that's good. Good food and there's a good band. Yeah, there was a good band called, like, 33 Union or something. Yeah, they were really good. Yeah. And then today you came over and we tried to go sledding with the kids. Oh, my gosh. So freaking windy. Can I tell you the thing that makes me instantly angry is wind? Absolutely. It should be illegal. (laughs) I used to think that wind was based on how fast the world was spinning. Oh, wow. Yeah. So if we were going real fast. Out of control. Yeah. Yeah. It's insanely windy and we could not sled for more than like 10 minutes because the sleds were just like blowing away and the kids were screaming. Yeah. Liability. Yeah. It was not good. But then we got coffee and we went to Winners and now we're doing this. I know. It's great. Yeah. Perfect perfect little day. I know. February is such a busy month for birthdays for me. I know. 
I think after this, I'm going to get my kids to clean while I take a nap. Yeah. Kind of excited about that. Will they not fight because it's your birthday? Oh, no. Yeah. They don't care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They don't care about that. And we're trying a new editing software. Yes, we are. So maybe nobody's going to notice, which is my hope. Either the people are like, wow, this sounds great. Yes. Or you don't notice a difference. Right. And that's fine. Unless and you notice and that's bad. Yeah. Well, this is what I'm saying. I hope not. <laughs> but we are doing this software that transcribes. So it's like typing as we talk, which means I've got to figure out how, but we can get the transcription and put it on the website so people that have that are hard of hearing or deaf can still benefit from our banter. I think that's amazing. Everyone should hear or read what we have to say. Yeah. And I don't want to spill the beans yet, but we had something very exciting happen today. We did. And we're not going to officially announce it on the podcast until April. April, yeah. But I think we'll probably drop some hints because it's so exciting. It was very exciting. Yeah. That's all. I've said to Mind you, you're good. <laughs> stay tuned. I'm noticing that as we're laughing, it's not transcribing our ha-ha's. <laughs> do you think it'll do that one? Maybe. I feel really embarrassed to be Canadian these last few weeks. Okay. But especially this past week mm-hmm. with everything that's going on in Ukraine. Yep. And it makes everything that canadians are doing seem really ridiculous and embarrassing yeah so if you haven't turned on a tv or tiktok or anything you might have missed that the good old canadian truckers and others did a convoy to ottawa to protest in front of the legislator building to like end all of the health mandates right but, like, it was already announced before they even left on their phone the way that, like, mandates were ending. Yeah. Just, like, we're doing it slowly for safety. But they were like, nope, I've had enough. And now, so then it turned into an occupation. And then they had to shut it down. And people were arrested. And now people are protesting in all these cities, including our own cities. Yes. But it's like, they, it's like they're calling it, like, their freedom march. And they just want their freedom. And you said something last night that was so funny. Like, read a flipping yeah, room. Right? Like, there's a war going on. Yeah. And you want to talk about freedoms being yeah. taken away? Like, go over there yeah. and see what it's really like. Like, Yeah, especially because they're almost all white men between the ages of 18 and 60. Yeah. And if you're in Ukraine right now, you're not legally allowed to leave because you have to fight for your country. It just, it's like... What would these people do if they actually did have their freedoms taken yeah. away? Right? Like, this stuff, the masks, the vaccines, is nothing compared to yeah. actual like you've been, being taken away. Yeah. You've maybe slightly been inconvenienced yeah. and hadn't had some privileges, privileges. temporarily removed yes. in order to protect public safety. Yes. But these people in Ukraine are... Losing everything. I can't. That's all I have to say about that. Anyway. It's just a lot. It is a lot. And as millennials, I feel like we've been through enough. (laughs) The amount of unprecedented events that we've been through. What I've been good precedented time. It's crazy. It's like 
once in a lifetime event. How many of those have we now seen? Too many. It's crazy. Yeah. And then we all wonder why we have like depression and anxiety and (laughs) every other problem we have. It's crazy. Oh, God. Anyway. What do you have something that you were going to talk about? Oh, I do want to say before I forget that in editing this episode, I realized that we never recorded our goodbye. Okay. So you're going to hear the end of it and it's going to sound that we're just like, yeah, have a great day. And then it's just going to cut off. I promise we said goodbye and we had a nice little goodbye. We just didn't record it. I, it was weird. I don't know. It was late at night. It was the night before my dad's funeral and no excuse, Carl. <laughs> no excuse. No excuse. Oh, it thinks my name's Carlin. Carlin. <laughs> just call me Carlin. <laughs> Better than Carla. Oh, look, it did say Carla. Yeah. Man, we're going to get real distracted by this <laughs> auto transcribing. But anyway, I don't know what else is really new. Nothing really. I know. It seems like. I didn't think about. Like work is stressful. Living is stressful. Living is stressful. The world is stressful. Much going on. That's... But we have exciting things coming up. Yeah, we do. We just want to keep our little corner, you know, a, a good place. Yeah. Positivity. I mean, we're always going to speak out about things that we find important. Yeah. With a bit of sarcasm. Absolutely. And still just be a platform for people to share their stories. That was really nice. Well, thanks. Look at you turning your age. Are we allowed to talk about our ages? I don't care. I turned 38 this year. So did I. And we decided on our way home from winners that we're going to save some money and go on a trip for our 40th birthday. Yes, we are. The year we turned 40 in two years. I was just thinking that. Be like, everybody meet in Vegas. Yeah, okay. I was going to say Colorado for some reason. It just sounds nice, but looks beautiful. It does. We'd have to go like during a warmer time. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's all meet in Vegas. Okay. In two years. What's like the halfway mark between my birthday and your birthday? January. Ugh. Yeah. That doesn't seem like a great time to go no. to Vegas. No. You guys message us. When is the best time to go to Vegas? I would think like May because it's not like scalding right. out yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's warm that you can like go to the pool and stuff. Oh, yeah. I want to go to the pool. Yeah. Okay. All right. Message us. Vegas for our birthday. RSVP. Date TBD, yeah, but in two years. So, <laughs> and we will still be podcasting two years from now. Oh, yeah, we're gonna be seventy five, and we're gonna be recording on like our current, yeah, equipment. And they're gonna be like, "Do you know there's like a way better way now?" And we'll be like, "No, this is the only way." We don't like change, we're yeah, in our ways. Yeah. All right. Well, I say let's just get on with the show. We don't have a ton to talk about this week. We're so boring. I know. I feel like last week there were so many things. Yeah. And this week there are no things. That's not always a bad thing. No, that is not always a bad thing. All right. Let's get on with it and we will talk with Kylie. Okay. Okay. Hello, Kylie. Hello. How are you? Doing really good. How are you guys doing? Good. It's like not our usual time. It's like 8 p.m. on a Saturday night. Mm -hmm. I know. It's like, you know, I don't know podcast on a Saturday night sounds like the best thing to do so yeah that is true yeah I've done them like as late as like 11 o'clock at night I feel like it's easier than the morning sometimes we've done as early as 8 a.m and like that's rough I'm like trying to do it when you first wake up I can understand how that would be a little rough yeah Yeah. you still have like morning voice and everything yeah (laughs) 
Yeah. And you just worked like a whole day. So I super appreciate you working all day and then coming on here. Yeah, absolutely. Why what don't do you we... do for work? I work at a vape shop. Um, oh, Ooh, that's fun. Is weed legal there? It is medicinally. Oh, okay. Um, so like my shop doesn't handle it. it just, it's all nicotine there. Wow. It's like, it's legalized in Canada and like, I still love, it's like a novelty to just like walk into a store as if it's like a beer store and just be like, oh, I'll get this and this and this and this. It's like, it's <laughs> yeah. wild no, it really is. Like I have my medical card here in Utah yeah. and going to the dispensaries here versus like California, for example, completely different. Like mm. the security is so much higher and it's wow. not like hands-on kind of like how it is in California. It's just yeah. Oh, funny. straight to it. <laughs> my God. <laughs> That's very cool. Well, why don't we have you introduce yourself and then we'll get into your story. Okay. So my real name is Kylie Noel Beard, but I don't use my last name when it comes to social media or when I'm doing any acting or anything like that. Grew up, up, born and raised here in Utah. I'm 27. Work at the vape shop, like I said. I did go to college for a little bit. I went to Utah Valley University. I studied dance there, actually. Oh, nice. And then you said you also do some acting, right? Did you go to, did you take any classes? I took some classes in college, but I got mainly into it in high school, and then I signed with an agency here in Utah, and I ended up doing like a YouTube video and some spokesperson stuff, but I mainly just do like community theater right now, so. Oh, that's fun. We are both the drama nerds from high school. Yeah. Yeah, we met when we were in grade 10. We did My Fair Lady. Even better. I love that. And then the rest is history. We're just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And here you are. Like, yeah. Yeah. I was like pretty sure in grade 10 that I'd be somehow like a famous actor by now, but then I was like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm from like Alberta, Canada. Like, I don't know. Hey, <laughs> like famous podcaster. That works too. Yeah, <laughs> that's go. true. Uh, maybe this was the direction I should have been headed the whole time. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, we found you on TikTok, our favorite platform for people sharing their interesting stories. You had such a funny video. I can't remember the first one I saw, but like one of your eyes is closed. Yeah, it's sealed shut for sure. Sealed, that's a better word than sewn shut. <laughs> sewn shut kind of implies stitches and I don't have any stitches. Yeah. Yeah. But you were so, it was so funny about it. And I really liked how your approach to people's kind of like rude questions or funny comments and then I sort of like went down a rabbit hole watching all of your TikToks (laughs) and I was like Michelle check this out we need to interview her (laughs) that's awesome yeah I definitely had to start making jokes about it and being funny about it one just like shame on the people for like the rude comments or whatever but it honestly helped my confidence as well like when it first happened I didn't want anyone to see me right like Mm -hmm. it's huge and like not to seem like too confident or like overly confident. I love my eyes. They were yeah. one of my favorite features. Mm-hmm. And so for to have that happen and just lose one of them, it was just like this huge shock. So being able to joke about it on TikTok helped a lot. Yeah, this is our favorite thing on earth is laughter is our trauma response. Like we just, because <laughs> if we're not like laughing about it, I'm going to probably be like in a corner crying no, literally. Yeah, yeah, it's way more fun to like poke fun and laugh at things than take it too seriously. Yeah, 
So like what happened to your eye? Oh, so I guess I'll start with like the symptoms of it. So through 2020, I guess it was like the end of 2019 through 2020, I would randomly get that side of my face. And I always thought it was because of the cannabis that I was using. Honestly, I thought it was just kind of like some reaction. And so I didn't think anything of it. So August of 2020, the swelling never went away. Like I I woke up one morning and it just never went away. And then you could actually see like there, there was a mass, like in one of my TikTok videos, I show pictures of it and you can, you can clearly see it. Yeah. And so we went and got it biopsied just to make sure like what it was. And the kicker is they called me on my birthday. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. So they called me on my 26th birthday and told me that the mass came back cancerous. Oh mm. God. So I was at work when they called me, I like stepped out and I was just this bawling mess. But so after that, I obviously had to go and meet with different doctors. I had three doctors working on this cancer who then send it out to like 19 other cancer specialists to make sure that they were actually giving me the right treatment to make sure that, you know, they could get it taken care of. So after like the initial like scans and everything, they decided to do 16 rounds of radiation. Wow. Um, And so I did radiation Monday through Friday for like three, four weeks. I don't know how. Wow. Yeah. And is that like an all day process? No, luckily, so because it was so isolated in just my eye, it was only like 20 minutes a day. Oh, wow. But the hospital that I was going to to do it is 45 minutes from where I live. Oh, <laughs> God. So I would drive 45 minutes just for 20 minutes and then yeah. 45 minutes back. And yeah. what does, what does rate, like, I don't know much about radiation. What does it look like if they're doing it to your eye? You know what, like a kind of like MRI, MRI machines look like? Yeah. yeah. They're, they're just like this tube. So it's kind of like that. I'm laying on just a slab <laughs> and they have a mask actually that went over me. They had to frame it to my face. And so it would cover my entire face except for the eye and then just the radiation. It would just focus on that one area. That sounds claustrophobic. Oh, Yeah. yeah. The radiation was definitely a lot less claustrophobic than like PET scans or MRIs because PET scans and MRIs are like 45 minutes and you can't move. Mm. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. Whereas this yeah. one only took like 15, 20 minutes. <laughs> was the mask causing you pain? No. No. Oh, okay. weird. Yeah. So the mask, I mean, like they, they really did form it to my face. Like I went in one day and they put this like plaster over me to make sure that it fit and so yeah it wasn't painful by any means or anything when i think radiation i think like that it would be painful like it sounds like Like burning or something yeah Yeah. so i would it didn't necessarily hurt i mean there was definitely days that i could tell that something was going on in my body Mm -hmm. but the biggest thing that i noticed with the radiation is the smell oh but I know that sounds so weird, but yeah, it definitely smelled and it wasn't like the best smell in the world either. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, wow. Like if you could describe it, what would you say it smells like? Almost like it was like a burning metal rubber type Mm. combination. Oh, yeah. yeah. Great. Wow. It it wasn't great. (laughs) And when they did the biopsy, I okay, this is a two part question. Do you go to the eye doctor or your regular doctor? I went to an eye specialist. And then when they did the biopsy, did they say what it could be? 
They didn't really have like a list of possibilities. It was mainly we need to do a biopsy to make sure that it's not cancerous. Oh, (laughs) God. Yeah. And then that's exactly what it came back as. Mm -hmm. And what kind of cancer was it? Yeah. So it's uh, mature B-cell lymphoma, chronic lymphocytic leukemia. My God. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's a mouthful. Yeah. Yeah. They could have like shortened it a little bit, like make it a (laughs) fun little like... Acronym, acronym or something. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, when they write it down, it's mature B cell CLL. Yeah. Oh, okay. So they so they just shortened the last half of it. You do radiation for like three weeks. Yeah, I did then, it Monday through Friday. And then what is the next step? Like they're hoping that that will reduce the mass. So the radiation took place in 2020. So by the end of 2020, well, so when you turn 26 here in the u.s you lose your insurance oh what Lord. like you can't you can't be on your parents insurance anymore <gasps> oh no so and they cut it off at the end of the month so by october 31st i didn't have insurance anymore but there wasn't really any great insurance and so we were trying to pack it in to the rest of the year because my with the insurance that my parents have you can do what's called cobra which extends the insurance so that yeah yeah, so that i can stay on my parents insurance through cobra um it is not cheap whatsoever but they did that and so we tried to cram it into all of 2020 and so it did go really fast Um, but yeah i was done with radiation treatments by christmas of 2020 and in remission by mm. Christmas of 2020. So wow. like how do they tell that it's shrunk enough to go into remission? So that's where the PET scans come into. Mm. They can do they'll inject you with a dye. It's on it's the longest process. You have to like sit in a room, drink this fluid and then they still push IVs through you with yeah. the dye. But on those scans, the cancerous areas will light up bright colors. Oh. And so they just did it by scans. I did have a few surgeries in between those. So I've had five eye surgeries and I believe when they took out some of the mass on one of the surgeries, they sent it for a biopsy again, mm-hmm. but I'm not a hundred percent sure. On that. Wow. And what's the, like, what's the, I guess, what's the process for you of like, you're at work, it's your birthday. They tell you of cancer. Like, what do you do? I mean, <laughs> I was already struggling with health problems. I have pan sinusitis disease on top of the cancer. Oh, what is that? It's when all eight of your sinus tracts are infected. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Oh my so God. yeah, I had a sinus surgery in May of 2020 that was supposed to fix it and it didn't. Yeah. So the job that I was working at the time was a call center. And so talking on the phone sometimes was hard with sinus issues being so bad. So they were all like understanding of my health. They knew what was going on. They knew that I had done a biopsy. So I got the call. I stepped outside and for the longest time, I just sat on the cement outside of work, just trying to like, you know, wrap my head around it. And then I just went back in. I went straight to my manager's office. I cried for sure in front of him, but I was like, I just got diagnosed with cancer. I'm going home. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. And were they were good about it? Were they like, Oh yeah. No, they were. The day. Like- <laughs> yeah. No, they were, they were super understanding. Even when I was going through the radiation, I, you know, I called in sick a lot. Um, mm. They, they were really understanding and awesome about it. Wow. Do you, Do you have a good yourself? support? Oh. 
Um, Look at us asking the same question. <laughs> Were you living by yourself or do you did you have like a good support system? Yeah, so I've been living with my parents pretty much like the whole COVID thing. A yeah, lot of people yeah. ended in that situation. But yeah, so I, I've I've been with my parents the whole time. So like I had them, but with COVID, I couldn't have any friends or anything, mm-hmm. especially yeah. with like having my immune system being so weak. So like I had the support, but you know, it was definitely still hard for sure. It must have been like so lonely feeling. Yeah, there was I think two surgeries that I had to do by myself. Like oh. I couldn't have anyone in the hospital with me. So Oh man. That's so And when hard. you have those surgeries, are you awake for them because you're it's on your eyes or are you put under? Yeah, no, they put me under general anesthesia, so I'm okay. I'm knocked out the entire time. Yeah. That's okay. good. I still we were talking about our the girl we interviewed who had her cornea replaced and I still have flashbacks of her saying she had to be awake for when mm. they sewed the cornea on because oh she had literally to be able them, to like, see. Sewing. Yeah. And she was Ooh. like, I had to be able to tell them like when it was centered. And I was like, no, I can't. I, <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. I know. Yeah. So that's so nice that you got to be put under. Yeah. They offered to have me do it in the office just to get it over with like with numbing stuff. And I was like, Mm-mm, knock no. me out. I want to be knocked yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Wow. And so, so now like everything on your TikTok talk, a lot of it has to do with your eye being sealed shut. So why was it sealed shut and why is it still sealed shut? So the cancer was on the lacrimal gland, which is where your tears are produced and just the radiation and, you know, cutting into it with surgeries just damaged it so much that I can't produce tears. Oh, um, wow. Yeah. So I only Just cry. out of the one eye? Yeah. So I can still cry out of my right eye, but absolutely nothing happens with my left. And so I was getting really bad dry eye, which is why they closed it in the first place. They were like, let's just close it for a little bit. See if like time will, you know, heal itself. So it'll, it'll start working properly. And so they closed it in March of 2021 and it was only supposed to be a few months. <laughs> wow. Like, they were supposed to open it back up in June, but they decided not to. So they finally opened it in November, but within the first 10 days, I was miserable. It was the worst 17 days of my life. (laughs) Really? What, like why? It was just the constant dry eye. It Mm -hmm. was so painful. I was constantly having to do eye drops. It was like eye drops every 20 minutes. Oh, wow. And even then, it was still so painful. And so they decided to do a graft to try to fix it. So they did, they went back in in December and pulled some mucus glands from my mouth. They took it from my lip and the roof of my mouth and stuck it in my eyelids so that it would produce moisture and hopefully, like, you know, lubricate my eye enough that I could have my eye opened. And so they did that and they were like, oh yeah, you're only going to have it closed for like six, seven weeks just to, you know, make sure it heals. I go in for my six week checkup and they're like, nah, we're going to keep it closed longer. Oh, <laughs> oh God. Man. So, so it's, it's hopefully not a permanent thing hopefully not right now the plan is to open it mid-march okay fingers crossed that that happens because Mm -hmm. it's been pushed out so many times but when they open it within like the first 10 days like the last surgery we'll know if it actually worked or not unfortunately if the graft doesn't work the next step is pretty much me losing my eye oh my wow like at like actually like taking it out 
yeah, either fully taking it out or just leaving it sealed like this. Um, wow. So. Wow. And so how does it affect your vision? I, I could imagine it it's difficult. You have to adapt to only having one, one oh, eye. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So when it first happened, it was really rough. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, you never really understand how valuable your eyesight is until it's gone. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't realize how much t- having the two eyes really helped with depth perception. Right. Because that was awful. Like I, I would try to grab a phone from someone's hand and I think I'm about to grab it and I would just swipe right in front of it. Oh, jeez. No. <laughs> like <laughs> so many times it, it you just run into things. So it definitely took some adapting. I still struggle a little bit when it comes to depth mm-hmm. perception because it, it, I mean, I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's yeah. a lot harder than, you know, you one would think before going through it so like I'll be yeah. taking people's IDs at work and I'll, and I'll still kind of like fumble over it because I miss it and mm-hmm. yeah so. wow are you able to drive I am yes you are. that one took me a little bit I had to go driving with my parents before they would let me drive by myself <laughs> um, but I have a extra little mirror on my side view mirror okay. on my left side that helps oh. me in my blind spot a little bit more yeah. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Makes and is sense. it a type of cancer that is unlikely to spread? No. So any cancer, honestly, it can go into anything else. But with where, I mean, we caught it soon enough. Mm-hmm. So it didn't really have an opportunity to grow. But I mean, there there is always that possibility that it might come back. I wanted to ask, like, what did they seal it with? What is keeping your eye closed? My skin. Like, hmm. like yeah. did they glue it? No. So I don't know how to pronounce what it is. It's like a Terra Sophie or something like that. Oh. And pretty much what it is, is just like with regular cuts, like your skin just kind of grows back together, like oh. nothing happened. Oh. So they scraped under both of my eyelids to like make it raw. And yeah. then they stitched it together and my flesh just grew together. Wow. Oh my God, science, hey? Like, bodies right. are incredible. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. so wild. Wow. And how much pain have all these surgeries, like, given you? Like, are you in pain all the time? Or are you just after your healing? Like, these eyes are so sensitive. They definitely are. It was different for, honestly, each surgery. With each surgery, it's gotten more and more painful. Mm. You know, going over scar tissue reopening the exact same wound over and over again that that's gonna happen but I think the surgery where they opened it that was the one that was definitely the most painful and it was continuous for like those 17 days right now I'm not in pain every day it happens every once in a while and it's usually out of like too much strain or accidentally bumping it or something like that so yeah. Oh my. So the affected eye, have you lost any vision from it or is it like you can see normally from it when it's open? I should be able to see normally when it's open just because like I've like fully grown. With the way that it's sealed, I there's holes both on the inside and the outside, so I can actually see out of it if I like focus or I spread it with my fingers a little bit. So like I know my eye works. Yeah. Which is comforting. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Wow. So if you were to have to lose the eye, would they do like a glass eye or something? 
honestly, I don't. Every time I went to go ask questions about that, my doctor would be like, no, that's not an option. We're not talking about it. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> well, that's so, good that like he's so positive. Yeah. 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 No, he, he's very optimistic that it's going to work. But my both like all of the techs and my doctor continually tells me that I'm a unique case. And I'm like, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Great. <laughs> and so were you on TikTok before this all happened? Or did you sort of decide to go on TikTok because you wanted to talk about it? No. So I was actually on TikTok way before this happened back in 2019, right after. So I was married at one point. Once my divorce was finalized, um, my friends and I kind of have this thing. If you say bet, you got to do it. Right. <laughs> <And> <laughs> so they, they bet me that I wouldn't make TikToks and, you know, kind of go anywhere with that. So I started back in 2019 making TikToks. That's when I forced Carling to go on TikTok. I know. She's like, we got to get TikTok. And I was like, I'm not getting TikTok. And now we're like these dorky people on TikTok. Too old for TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> and so you were divorced like before this all happened. Mm-hmm. And so have you faced any sort of like changes in your personal relationships with friends or anybody because of this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> really? Um Yeah. So before I got the cancer diagnosis, as I was, you know, first going through the, oh crap, here's symptoms, you know, like I'm really not starting to feel good, that type of thing. I kind of have this bad habit of kind of pulling away Mm. because I I didn't want to feel like I was complaining all the time. And that's kind of how I felt like I was because I didn't really have anything happy to talk about. But I ended up losing my best friend at the time. There, So there was a lot of communication disconnect that had ended up happening. A lot of friends, I, you, you find out who your friends are mm-hmm. <laughs> when, yeah. when you get sick. I definitely had friends who showed up more, some who pulled away because all I was talking about was how sad or how what everything was going on. So yeah, it definitely affected my friendships as far as like, dating life I think the eye closure has has definitely impacted it yeah I feel like you're either gonna find somebody with like a kink for something like that or like like I just feel like that's probably a thing out there probably probably Uh, yeah unfortunately I haven't found that but you know (laughs) yeah fortunately unfortunately I don't know Have you found a good community on TikTok with like other other people who are resonating with your story? Yeah, I was honestly shocked with the amount of people that I ran across with with one eye. Really? Wow. Yeah, there are a few. There's one girl that I follow right now. Her eyes closed because of COVID. You know, she got so sick with COVID that it was one of the, the side effects. Wow. So she's dealing with that. So she and I have connected, you know, also like not just the one eye community, but like people who have survived cancer mm-hmm. who or yeah. who are going through cancer, like the amount of people who are young that you just don't think about when someone says, oh, they have cancer or so-and-so so has cancer. You automatically assume they're like above 50. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, there, there are so many out there my age and it, it would... I don't want to say, I mean, it was, it was kind of a rude awakening at the same time, you know, like, oh, this will never happen to me. I'm too young. It's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It can really happen to anybody at any time. Yeah. yeah. It really can. 
And then it's it's so interesting about TikTok and other platforms. As soon as you start talking about it, you find people who are willing to talk about it too, right? Who are willing to share yeah. their stories. So 100%. you can find people everywhere. The TikTok algorithm, like that will find you your niche niche or whatever, however you <laughs> yeah, say yeah. it so fast. Yeah. Like <laughs> Yeah. Michelle can always Yeah, tell. I can attest to that. <laughs> but whenever we <laughs> We like share like our podcast TikTok account and she's like, Carling, I can tell you were on TikTok a lot because it's nothing but like lesbian, 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 lesbian. Yeah. And then I like, can tell love, if she's love been the on ladies, it. but like holy cow, there's a lot of lesbians. I can on always tell right if now. Michelle's been on it more because the algorithm is like it's like single parent, widow, like yeah. all these that's so funny. I love that. Yeah, it knows, it knows, and it tattles it on us what we've been yeah. watching. It really does. It tattles on you so hard. Yeah. yeah. I love what you said though about like when you're facing something, you kind of push people away because you don't all you talk about is the sad stuff. And like I literally just talked to my therapist yesterday because she's like, you know, are you talking about the fact that your dad just died? And I was like, well. I mean, like a little bit, but I don't want to be a Debbie Downer. You know, I don't want to like <laughs> yeah. bring down the mood. And she's like, Carling, your dad died. Like yeah. people that care about you are going to understand that that's the focus of your conversation. Yeah, a hundred percent. And that's what, when it I, goes back to you find out who your friends are, because it those people, those who really are your friends are going to want to listen to you just let it out and talk about yes. it. Yeah. Like, yeah, and like just hold space for you to be mad and sad and scared and like all those things. Yeah, just a safe space for whatever whatever you need. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. How, how do you deal with people in person? Do you have people who react to you in a certain way that, you know, you wish would just be like, I don't know, normal? <laughs> yeah, I've had a few. Um, I mean – stairs is definitely one that happens i mean adults try to be a little bit more discreet about it but yeah. I mean, you, can, you can tell as far as one that i find honestly the funniest and kind of cute is i'll be like at the store and a little kid will catch it and they're just like, like it, it just throws them off and it, it literally stops them from doing anything that they are doing right like, it's yeah. literally like the perfect tantrum stopper <laughs> parents are uh, thanking you all over for just showing up when there's like a yeah so I mean that that part's been funny a lot of yeah I mean the stairs are the worst every once in a while at work people will be like you know what's going on with your eye I've only had one real negative encounter as far as mm. in person I was at work and this guy was straight up laughing while he was what? asking me about it yeah he was just like laughing he's like huh what's wrong with your eye and I was just like, cancer, like deadpan. I looked at him and yeah. I was like, cancer. He still kept laughing though. Oh, God. I was like, the worst. Oh, yeah. So wow. that was like my only like real bad experience. Everyone else is kind of like polite about it. You know, like, mm -hmm. do you mind if I ask what happened? Were you born that way? That type of thing. But yeah. Yeah. Wow. Some you should almost just... get like a decorative patch that just says like, ask me about my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I have, so I have 13 eye patches. Oh my God. Oh. Yeah, I really do. And so we, we talked about writing on one of them, just something obnoxious like that or. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I would say just the cancer ribbon, but not bringing people it click in their brain that. Yeah. The two connect. It's just like, oh, okay. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. People are kind of slow on the uptake sometimes. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> yeah. And kids have no chill. Like kids it's are true. like, yeah. bless their hearts. But So true. Yeah. Wow. Funny. Well, that's so interesting. Like I said, I love that your TikTok. I laughed the other day. You did the one, the give me a second eye. <laughs> what song is oh it? yeah it's like so funny <laughs> I honestly yeah I couldn't tell you what song it is I suck I know when it's it like the yeah names of songs and artists yeah I feel like it's fun is it yeah it's Maybe? like give me a second I, I need to catch my get my story straight yeah my friends are something in the bathroom getting oh no I know higher than the empire yeah. yeah yeah I know who it is but it's I've it's lost now that's really funny <laughs> but I'm, I'm glad you I'm glad you laughed because I laughed. <laughs> yeah. No, that's what's good. I love when somebody can sort of face. I think there's an importance about facing your trauma or, you know, actually working through it and processing it. But if you can sort of poke fun and, and laugh and have a lighthearted moment here and there, I think it's so important. Yeah. And uh, like, it's definitely not always like that. Like if you yeah. scroll through my page, there's definitely posts where I'm bawling my eyes out. <laughs> yeah. So it, yeah. it's not, it's not an everyday thing, but I try to make the most of it when I do have like good days. So yeah. How often do you get checked now to make sure that the cancer hasn't come back? So that one is every six months right now. Okay. Wow. I think it goes, it goes like every six months for a little bit and then it goes to a year and mm-hmm. then it can, it gets further and further apart. Yeah. Right. Um, and did you sort the insurance you- out or like what happened with your insurance? So I'm actually still on my parents' Cobra. Oh, good. Yeah, it's... Because even being expensive, it has to be cheaper than the alternative of not having insurance, right? Well, yes and no. So in in the long run, I mean, it's definitely, it helps with like surgery costs, Mm. but like month to month, Mm. the Cobra is way more expensive. Wow. Right. Yeah. Wow. We'll have to like keep following your story and have you back like in the middle of March to find out what happens with your eye. Yeah. No, when you guys first asked me, I was so ready to have my eye open when this happened <laughs> oh no <laughs> yeah and then the they got pushed again so I was like all right doing this with one eye let's go <laughs> yeah oh my gosh I do have a question though do you like when you have setbacks like that you know when you're thinking like I'm gonna get my eye back and do you have any support with like your mental health or things like that like because that's got to be kind of a grieving process right that you're going through kind of back and forth with um, yeah stuff it, yeah, it's been hard. I mean, I don't know if you guys have seen the latest posts of my TikTok, but I, I went into talking about mental health a lot. And that's something I've always struggled with for as long as I can remember. And so on top of it, it's been a lot. So when it gets pushed back, I honestly go numb. Yeah. Like at this point, when it first happened, you know, I, I still get devastated. I still cry as soon as I get back out to my car. But I mean, I, I have family support. I have a few, you know, a few friends I can talk to about it. But honestly, the biggest help that has gotten me through this, well, two would be like the medicinal marijuana, as well as being able to post on TikTok. Yeah. Yeah, Like, as weird as that sounds, it has been the biggest help and biggest coping mechanism for me in getting through each of these little things. It totally makes sense. And I feel like that's kind of what our podcast is too. Like it's every time we are able to talk and share about how we're feeling, like it's an outlet, right? And that's, Mm -hmm. that's like TikTok, right? You're talking into this abyss, but you know that there's people on the other end that are listening and learning and, you know, getting something from it. And then you're getting something from it as well, right? So yeah, no, it is, it is a great outlet for sure. 
I know. Whenever people sort of like rag on TikTok, I'm like, listen, it is like, especially I think during the pandemic when everything is so closed in, you know, mm-hmm. you you only have like this access to virtual communities. And mm-hmm. I think it's like a game changer for so many people. Yeah, yeah no, absolutely. 100%. Like, especially if you lived alone, like, yeah, mm-hmm. that app helped. Oh, yeah. So yeah, yeah for sure. So helpful. Yeah. It's not just funny dances. It's a lot more. <laughs> it's, it's so much more. There, there's so many aspects. It, it's Absolutely. crazy. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's great. Well, thank you again so much for taking time out of your night. We'll let you get on with your night and hopefully you enjoy the rest of your weekend. Yeah. Thanks. You as well. Michelle. Hello. Okay. So uh, we already said in the intro that we are trying this new program for editing and recording. And we just realized our entire intro was actually recorded just using my, like, Mac microphone, like the built-in microphone, not our fancy podcast mic. Yeah. We've it's never just... claimed to be good at this. <laughs> yeah. That's, we've never, we're not professionals. <laughs> but, so I wonder what difference, so now that we figured it out, we don't want to re-record our intro because it won't sound authentic, but the outro is now being recorded with our fancy microphone. All right. So if you're like, guys, that intro was weak. That's why. That's why. Back off. Can't just Can't have gone. Okay. It's Michelle's birthday. It's my birthday. <laughs> Kylie, thank you so much for being on our podcast. Yes. Thank you. You are so sweet. And it was so nice to connect with you. And I really hope you get your eye opened up. I know. Me too. We're going to have to follow along and see how it all goes. Yeah. I saw her posting a couple of TikToks recently about it. So yeah. Everybody go check out her TikTok and her Instagram and follow us on Instagram. And you know what we didn't talk about? I was distracted before. I was transcribing. We didn't talk about Patreon. Oh, this week's peso. First of all. Oh, patriarchy. That's a <laughs> Patreon oh, to patriarchy. Patreon. <laughs> this week's peso. Everyone's going to be so annoyed oh, by Oh, my God. Maybe we just have to put a cloth over it so we're not reading the transcription as it happens. Okay, so Patreon is great. It's great. It is a great way to support the work that we do. Things cost money, like this fancy dancy new yes. system that we're re- recording on. And if you love us and you want more of us, then for as little as $5 a month, you get instant access to over 51 episodes. Oh, and these are bonus episodes that you will have never heard on the main feed. We just did an episode about... Your dad. The club that I joined. Yes, the DDC. The DDC, Dead Dad Club. Yep. And it was, it's funny, not funny, because we recorded it when I was in this, like, upswing, angry, sarcastic part of my grief. And then I realized there was a few things I wanted to say that I didn't say, so then I recorded a little blurb by myself. I know. You did so good, and it was And I did, like, a little grief dip. Yeah. I just, like, cried into the microphone for 10 minutes. Anyway, that's that's grief. That'll that's what grief does to you. That's grief. That's Patreon. Yeah. Real raw. Yeah. But yeah. And if you don't have capacity or aren't interested in a monthly subscription, Lord knows we have enough of those sometimes. Oh, my gosh. You can click a link in our Instagram bio and buy us a coffee. Yeah. Because that also helps support the work that we do. And... You know, we also didn't talk about in the intro. What? My friend's dog, Ludo. Oh, yeah, Ludo. Yeah, so I posted a fundraiser and we raised enough money 
for so our past guest Rachel, who had a complex heart disease, her dog Ludo ate something that he shouldn't have and had to have emergency surgery. And so I set up a little fundraiser for them and we raised enough money for his surgery. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Poor Ludo. I know. I can't mend this whole intro. We're like, we have nothing to talk about. <laughs> Are we new here? Oh, anyways. So anyway, check us out. Follow us on Instagram. Check out our TikToks. All those things. And everybody, take a moment and sing happy birthday to Michelle and send it to her. Oh, God. Please don't. <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay. Well, have a great week. Okay. We'll talk to you later. All right. Bye. Bye.